All right, man. This uh episode twenty four, Shaw versus everybody podcast. We got special guest uh Nat Star, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good with you, brother? Not much, man. How you doing during this quarantine, man? Man, just trying to uh stay motivated, staying alive. You feel me? Man, that's the only thing you can do right now, dog. Stay <laughs> safe, real. And stay out the way, man. For real, man. For real. How about yourself? Man, everything good, man. Family good, so I can't complain. Ain't nobody around me got it, so I'm good, man. Blessed. Definitely stay safe out there, brother. So, man, speaking of the whole corona thing, man, we always start to show off with a salute me while I'm here, man. A lot of times we wait until somebody passed away to give them their flowers and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, doing that, giving to them while you can still smell them. But I try to do somebody outside the norm, like no mom, dad, no brother, sister, somebody who wouldn't expect a salute. You got, you got anybody on yeah. your mind? Outside of the, the, uh, the typical, yeah. like your wife, kids, mom, dad. Um. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Gosh, that's a that's a tough one right there. Cause you know the the first thing you think is like, oh, let me go to, you mom. know, the people. Mom, yeah, mom, dad. Cause I'm gonna say wife, but I'm like, oh yeah, that's typical too. Yeah. You know, kids, same thing. Um. <laughs> I um. I say shout out uh my boy Keenan. Okay. Shout out to my boy Keenan. Keenan okay. Murray. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 my dog. He he uh stuck with me, man. You know, through through these past man for a minute, but definitely through these past two years, it's been trying. That's been my he's stuck right there with me. Shout out to my dog, man. All right, for sure. Shout him out. Shout shout out. Shout out. All right, man. Let's, uh, before we get to the music, man, let's take it back a little bit, man. Tell me uh tell me where you from and um how was it growing up? So yeah, yeah, from North Carolina. I live currently in Charlotte right now, but I'm from Winston Salem, North Carolina. Uh small town. Um, you know, every, not 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 super small where it's like everybody knows everybody, but small enough to yeah. where you know, you don't consider it a metropolitan city. But uh I was fortunate. I grew up um in the music industry. My dad was um in radio okay. for man, for over thirty years. Um then he worked for Atlantic Records for about a decade. So I was fortunate enough, yeah, um, to be around a lot of lot of musicians, a lot of artists. Uh, growing up, I was able to go like to the to the radio stations, to the record stores when we had record stores. Yeah, yeah, um, good days, good days. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the back in the days, you had to go sign posters. You know, you had to Man. show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had to, I missed that, bro. I yeah, missed it was. It was, you know, it, you know, this is a new wave of it now. You know, what we're doing right now, it's all at the end of the day, it's all press, you know, get the artists getting their music out there. But yeah, I was, like I said, fortunate enough, man, to grow up in the industry, but um, grew up, like I said, right here in North Carolina, man. Um, yeah, shout so out to my whole uh, set. You said Wisdom Salem. You know, first thing I thought about was the wood, man, when um, he moved down. You know, and he said, yeah, I'm, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big, that's, big that's Mike, whatever. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm from. It's funny because we, <laughs> when that movie came out, anybody from Winston, I always shout. Hey, that was the one part because it's like, oh, we're not gonna get a, a whole lot of people to shout us out, so we're gonna hold on to that one right there. Exactly, exactly. Me and my, uh, <laughs> me and my fiance were just watching that just the other day too, bro. Word, word, Man. word. Shout out to the Trayfo. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight, straight up, straight up. Hey, uh, so did you grow up? Mom, dad was they together? Brothers, sisters? Grew up, my mother passed when I was five. Uh, my oh, man, dad, sorry hear that. Sorry hear that. Yes, appreciate it, man. Uh, my dad uh, pretty much raised me, remarried uh, by the time I was about nine. So grew up with 
mostly my dad, my stepmother, my little brother. Shout out to my little brother. Okay. Um, and uh, grew up in a music household. Man, I had a, uh, one of my uncles um, used to live with us and practically, you know, was at our house every day, even when he didn't live with us. Yeah. Um, helped us build a studio, which kind of got me started in the music game early. So Okay, cool, cool. Yes, man, it's funny you say that, man, because uh, I always ask this question. A lot of times, we we don't choose our own music until we get older. We just yeah. hear what mom and dad is playing on them Saturday mornings, cooking breakfast, cleaning up around yeah. the house. Like, what was that music that, you know, the, the parents, you know, your dad was was uh, listening to that? Like me, my, my mom was playing like Sade, Adina mm-hmm. Baker. Mm-hmm. My dad be playing Bob Marley, the mm-hmm. Temptations. Like, who was that for you? Oh, shoot. My dad growing up played, he was well-versed in, in his music variety. I mean, he, I remember listening to a lot of Take Six. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, listen to a lot of takes. He used to listen to a lot of jazz, um, a lot of R and B. But the the funny, like I said, the, the cool thing about growing up from the age of about five up was uh when my mother passed when I was five, we moved that's how we ended up in Winston Salem, yeah. which is where our family is from. Okay. And at that time is when he got the job with Atlantic Records. So now he's getting boxes and boxes and boxes of CDs and you know, tapes, CDs and so now we're listening to everything, whether it's hip hop, you know, yeah. in 90s hip hop to, to the R&B at that time. Um, yeah. I don't know if you remember, like, Robin S. Show Me Love. She was, yeah, uh, yeah she was signed Atlantic. So we um, used to see a lot of her, listen to a lot of her. So it was a lot of just well versus a lot of different styles and flavors of music. My uncle that I was speaking about, he was an alternative uh, artist and he played guitar. So yeah. I got to really get a good feel. Yeah, I think the um like a good artist is not just being boxed in listening to one particular genre of music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As yeah. As if, you, if you got ear for you know like Snoop Dogg for instance, he listened to everything. You know, yeah. the first guy, so you know his music can take you anywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was again fortunate enough to be around uh, a lot of different demographics of people and, and being in the being there with my dad through him having that job. It was music just all over. It was music all around the house. And so I didn't have a choice, but you know what I mean? But to be around it. And it was cool. It, it panned out for me well. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like you say, he worked for the radio station. And then he was with Atlantic Records. What was he doing at the radio station? Was he a, a DJ on, a, on the radio station? Or he... Uh, he works uh, before, prior, prior to Atlantic Records. He was, um, he was a program director at a couple of different stations. Um, when I was born, I was born in Durham, North Carolina. And um, at the time, he was a program director for the uh, urban station there. And then once my mom started getting sick, um, we started kind of moving around a little bit. And he would, wherever he found his job at, he was always like the pro, the head guy, so to speak. Um, but he also was a, uh, a DJ as well. So he'd be the program director, but then he'll have a slot from, let's say, three to seven, Monday yeah. through Friday. So people would, he, you know, the community would get to know him. Um, as well, um, and then like I said, once once uh, my mother passed away and we moved to Winston, um, he took the job with Atlantic Records as a um, as a regional promoter. Basically, he his tar- his um, demographic was North and South Carolina. So any of the artists that the urban artists that Atlantic Records was promoting, his yeah. job was to make sure that the radio stations, the record stores. Um, they got to their concerts, they got everything, you know, they got their interviews and stuff like that. So 
That's it, dope. You know, That's and, dope. and yeah, it was cool, man, because he used to just drag me with him, and I would just go from station to station, and man. and I would just get to meet all these people, man. That's all about that. A lot of people early, man. Absolutely, absolutely, and it it you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. Man, I bet, man, I bet, man. How long did he work with Atlanta before um he he um stopped doing that? Uh, it was from about eighty. Let me think. About ten years, close to between nine and ten years, he um ended up getting laid off. The the game started changing. You know, once the music industry started switching up a little bit, um, they 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 would have less jobs. They would give more territory to less people. Okay. You know, they're like, okay, well, we have let's say we have ten people, but we feel like five people can handle that same area, so we need to let five people go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And he was in a different. Yeah, he and he was in a different space. At that time, he, you know, was kind of checked out of the industry. So he was trying to move into a different direction with his life. And so once he got laid off, he just he let the industry kind of go and just kind of got back in the radio. So okay, cool, cool. So with you, man, like growing up, man, was it always music, or do you have any other passions growing up? You know what I'm saying? Coming up as a yeah. young kid. Uh I used to play ball. I used to man, be nice. Yeah, I, I used to be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I I wasn't, I wasn't. Like, you know, CP3 nice. I say CP3 because we both went to the same high school. You know, was cool with his brother. Me and his brother used to play ball. They were they were all, like, I was into music, and then I played ball. They were all the way into ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dope. Yeah, because I remember but, watching something with him when um, I think his granddad passed away. He scored, like, so many 63. points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. His granddad passed away at 63, yeah. and I think he hit that last shot. And got fouled, and I think he, he, I think they got they fouled him at sixty two, uh-huh. and then he hit his first free throw yeah. to make it sixty three, and then he intentionally airballed yep. the last one in, in honor of his uh, granddad. It was was you, was you there? No, nah, I was I was already graduated by that okay. time. Um, when I was a senior, he was a freshman, so okay. I think that happened in his soft no his junior year. Okay, okay. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Chris, I forget. Chris Paul is from North Carolina. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we both from Winston. So you say you had a little bit of hoop drinks. Everybody, I think everybody have a little hoop drinks coming up, man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so I, was, I was nice, but you know, I between, I, I keep it all the way funky. All right. Between, because I, I, I never really cared for school like that. Mm-hmm. But um, between music in that triangle so yeah. i never the the thing that i gave the most energy was my music yeah, out of yeah, everything yeah. yeah 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 see man i was i had hoop drinks man but but um from my freshman year to my sophomore year i went from five two to five eight yeah, uh, <laughs> hey look what's his hold on what's his name uh uh The younger one, yeah, yeah. The oh, younger yeah, he's one. like five. five eight, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, um, but yeah, I um, I've known since I was a legit. This yeah. is what I want to do, and so when I graduated from high school, I'm thinking like everybody else is thinking like, oh, yeah. gotta go to college, you know, it's yeah, the next exactly. step. So I'm like, okay, cool, but I want to go to college for something I want to go for yeah. and so i'm thinking all right yeah so i'm thinking okay let me get into the music business program so i, I get there 
only for them to tell me I had to know how to read music. I didn't know how to read music at the time. I could play the keys, but they was like, you had to already be at a level of reading music. So I had to switch my major. Once I switched my major, my focus just went off. I ended up dropping out after like a year and I ain't been yeah. back since. So, that's how I be though. A and lot that's, of times, man, I told it, I told a story on a couple of podcasts. Like a lot of times we'd go to college and have a degree for something and then the degree just chilling at grandma's house in the in the mantle, like not being I'm saying, you. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. And I it, it it's 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 fortunate for those, like in some areas, that's why I don't discourage anybody from going to college or not going to college. It's, it just really depends on what it is that you want to do, yeah. um, you know, for your life. Because in some instances, like, you're not going to trust a doctor that don't have a degree to, to operate on you. Exactly. You know, exactly. so some things you have to go to school for. Um, yes. But, you know, in, in my case, I, I you know, I, I couldn't think of anything else that would interest me outside of what I knew I was passionate about. And yeah. fortunate for me, I was able to find a way to make to make it not just a, a career but a passion throughout my life so yeah yeah for sure for sure man okay yeah. well with, before we get to your music what well, once you got your own your own ears to listen to you know to music and have your own opinion about things what was the yeah. music you was growing up to as a as a high school middle schooler that you was rocking with man um i started i fell in love with hip-hop when i was in elementary school actually okay um dr dre the chronic yeah. Oh man! I heard, yeah, and 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 the, the the funny thing, like I told you, my 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 dad worked for Atlantic Records, and Atlantic's a yeah. part of a um. They used to be a part of a um, a distribution chain with Warner Brothers and Elektra. Uh huh. And so we would get anything shipped from Warner Brothers, Elektra, or Atlantic, and any of their subsidiaries. Okay. So like, priority was their uh, priority was uh, Death Row's distributor. Okay, okay. So Priority was affiliated with Atlantic, which gave me the opportunity to get all of the music. So yeah. I got boxes. I used to get boxes of yeah. like the Chronic, Ice boxes people. of Doggy Style, all everything. You name it. If they were involved with any of those subsidiaries, we would have boxes and boxes full of them. Yeah. And so I used to get to listen to everything that came out. And I fell in love immediately with that. And then once I started listening to hip hop and really fell in love and started rapping myself, yeah. then it, then it became the Wu Tangs, then it became the 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 Nas, the Rough Riders, the the Mob, man, um, uh, man, who else? Uh, I used to like Far Side. I used to like the Loonies. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. you remember the Loonies. No, yeah, I, I got five on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, um, man, who else? Uh, Jay, obviously, Jay. Just for the record, Jay is my favorite artist. Of yeah, because with me, man, growing up, those are my people. Yeah, because with me growing up, it's like, all right, I'm listening to everything my mom and dad listening to, and then just being young, I'm liking like young music, so I'm like MC Hammer. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like yeah. Crisscross. Not a, yeah. Oh wait, Crisscross. I'm glad you mentioned that. Crisscross as a kid, for sure. I was a huge Crisscross. Man, I was wearing my clothes backwards. Backwards, oh, everything. Man. I had to get the 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 the. the that was, was when starter jacket. I had to get the starter jacket. I had a Raider starter jacket. I wanted to get those baseball um, button ups. Yep, yep, yep. Turn those backwards <laughs> with the jeans. Man, yep. look. Man, shout 
out to uh, my producer, man, because on here, he gonna, we going to stream this. It's not only going to be on IG Live. It's going to be on YouTube, Spotify, all that. Bad, but, uh, bad. I remember his his first starter jacket. I want to say it was UNLV that my dad had oh. stole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> hey, I remember the hottest ones and the, and the starter hats. Oh, yeah. The starter hats and the starter jackets. But the hottest ones I remember was the, the Raiders. Oh, the, yeah. The Bulls. Hey, before the Raiders probably got the best colorways of any, anybody. Yeah. You ever yeah. see that uh, that um, documentary that Ice Cube narrated about? I mean, I was in that time frame, and I remember how impactful. So you're right. That colorways still man, to this day. For real, man. That's like that's that's my jump, man. The, the old Charles Wilson jerseys, man. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Like I heard you said you got a lot of music, you know what I'm saying, through your, your dad and stuff. But what was the first album that you remember that you purchased with your own money? With my own money? Yeah. Only built for Cuban links. Okay, okay, okay. The tape. I had the purple tape. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I remember I remember because I took my allowance money and you know you you know growing up you go to the mall that was going to the mall on the weekends was was the shit that was yeah, everything that was, that was everything yeah. yeah and that's when you had record stores and I, and eventually I ended up getting a CD but I remember that probably was the first tape I ever bought with my own money okay okay with me I don't know how old you are but like I was like 14, something like that. I want to say 2001. And mm -hmm. my first album, like I said, I was listening to like little kid music. So my uh, mom, boyfriend, his son was like, man, you listen to some lame stuff, man. Like you got to get your stuff right. <laughs> oh, so shit. The first thing he played for me, I remember it to this day, was Juvenile 400 Degrees mm. and Project Pat Getty Green. Mm. So I'm going to tell you. <laughs> It's funny. I, it took me a while. It took me a long time to get, um, a, well, to to appreciate Three, three Six Mafia. Dog. It took me a long time to appreciate Three Six Mafia, but Four Hundred Degrees, bro. Yeah, classic, man. Yeah. So, so, so my first album I bought was I want to say it was either listen to uh the um the Hot Boys album. Which which one? The first one, the original one. He's like the uh, the second one. I think uh, oh, the Guerrilla Warfare. Guerrilla Warfare. One of my favorite albums of all time. Man, and back then, like I couldn't, I couldn't um, um figure out who who was who between Wayne and Turk because to me they sounded the same. They sounded the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember on the I need a hot girl. Turk, Turk tore that song up, boy. Turk, <laughs> I, I you know Turk. Like BG obviously still in jail. Free BG. I hope he get out soon. Man, me too, bro. I want to hear. I I want to hear a new BG album. If, if you haven't heard any of Juvie's new shit, bro. Oh no, I have. I have. Juvie's still dope. Juvie's still dope. Still dope, bro. Yeah. Bro. Um, I hadn't heard much of Turk's new music, but obviously Wayne Wayne elevated himself in the goat status, man. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. sure so with you, man. What? Um, I'm quite sure. I can answer this question, but like your first time with you wanting to rap and stuff, you thought about taking the series. You you better be a young kid, huh? Yeah, I was uh, I was eleven. Eleven, okay. I was eleven, eleven, twelve. I started writing my own uh, raps around right like between eleven and twelve. Then I started getting more more and more serious once I turned twelve. And then once my dad obviously he was he was working for Atlantic at the time. Once he seen how serious I was. 
he decided to take on a management role in a sense. So me and my cousin was a group. Okay. So, so we got a, you know, we got a heads up because he already had contacts. He was able to get yeah. us on radio, get us on shows, tours. Yeah. And I was doing all of that at, at 13. So Dang. it was pretty cool, early. man. Yeah. Early. early. Yeah, me, I I I I, I did one dab in the music. Okay. <laughs> what I would do is I would steal somebody's first line. And then, and then that'll get, you, that'll get you going. Yeah. Hey, look. However, it works. Yeah. However, it works. So then, like my um, at the time I'm like 19, and my um, my 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 girlfriend at the time, my high school girlfriend, was pregnant with my son, my oldest son. Yes. So I'm like, what's the quickest way I can get rich? I'm like, I can rap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, hey, it's 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 so like just like it's that effortless yeah, and easy. It's, you it's get that, into it, and you're like. Man, it's hard. This shit is tough, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like up until I want to say three years ago is when I started making music. I felt was good. I'm glad nobody heard my early stuff. <laughs> <it was laughs> hey, hey, look, I can say if I ever and, and lucky for me because the very first keyboard I ever used was this old ass keyboard called a Roland W30. You had to save your. <laughs> Man, I thought I was doing something. <laughs> Radio station down here at ninety-seven point nine. Me and okay. my boy had made some music and like 12 o'clock at night we go to the radio station being dumb trying to give them my music <laughs> the dude looking like cuz what, what are y'all doing right now like <laughs> hey man it's but where you from by the way uh detroit michigan detroit okay so this it, it's funny because it can work either way i don't know if you nagled his way in he kind of snuck through yeah and and was able to get the yay and was like i got one shot yeah and it worked for him man so i i I encourage anybody as as bold and sometimes as crazy as some ideas might be if that shit feels right for you do it do it man do it what's the worst that can happen motherfucker turn you down okay i think go to the next people be scared with life with music, with anything, people are people are scared of that word, that no word. Yeah, that that you know? that no, no the the feeling of rejection is what stifles a lot of people's um, success. Yeah. Because I was, it's it's one of those things to where if you felt it enough, and you're completely uncomfortable with it, you'll stop yourself from doing things with the um, possibility of that rejection happening. You don't want to feel the rejection happen so bad that you, you don't do even it. shoot. Right. Yeah. You won't even try. It's like you, the missing the shot hurts so bad that you won't even take the shot. Exactly. Dog, that, you, you, you hit right on the, on the, on the head, dog. Cause um, even with this podcast, yeah, man, my uncle was beating my head in to start the podcast. But I'm like, man, anybody gonna like what I'm talking about? Don't nobody yeah, get yeah. what I'm saying? I kept on turning myself down to not even do it. Then once I started doing it, I started loving this shit. So now I'm mad yeah. like, damn, if I would have started I should... earlier. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you. Hey, look, God's giving you the opportunity now. You. The thing is about it, and I can tell just by uh, talking to you, it's something yeah. that you're passionate about. And if it's if the passion comes first, then everything else is what it is. The results <laughs> become what That's what's more important than anything, man. So, I right, look, I salute you, bro. Oh, no, I salute you, man, for coming on, man. Like, 
Like I said, hit me up and being on the show, man, for real. Hey, definitely, bro. So, uh, what definitely. about? Let's talk about this, man. It's always funny hearing people uh, stories as far as they first time I'm in the studio, man. <laughs> yeah. Like how bad or how good it may have been. <laughs> I think the location was. <laughs> hey, look, my. built in our basement okay. and uh my, my dad built it from scratch yeah. but my dad wrote my first rap too okay okay and i'm pretty i, I don't know what it sounds like i don't even want to hear it <laughs> before i even <laughs> before i even started writing my own sh- and then i'm sure when i started writing my own shit it's terrible yeah. but you know I, I i got the time to be bad when nobody was watching exactly. in my own crib Yep. You know, so couldn't nobody around me be like, oh, yeah, nah, this is lame. I know what your you dad, know. about him, you know, saying working in the music industry, he was telling you, like, nah, oh, yeah, like, he had to be okay. Oh, man, look, I, I'm going I'm to keep it funky. My my dad was... Two kids. You got two kids, so I got three three girls. Shout out, I just seen my baby girl just, just join, Jada. Hey, baby. Hey, um, I got three girls, 16, uh, 12, and 6. Okay. The hardest... Thing and you can relate. One of the hardest things as a parent is being brutally honest with your kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this, it's you can do it, but it's not always comfortable. Yeah. And that was the one thing that I appreciate my dad for doing at an early age. When I was, I remember being 13, 14 writing yeah. and thinking I'm doing something <laughs> only to play it for him, and he'd be like, "Nah, that ain't it. No, that ain't it. You don't even know." He he, he would. Dissect my lyrics like, yeah, you don't even know what the hell you're talking about right here. Yeah. Trash that, yeah. do it over. <laughs> and if it wasn't, I'm saying if it wasn't. And you just don't want, even as you get older, you don't want people just to say something that's good when it's really not. Like, be be truthful with me. Like, with my fiance, with, with, my, with everybody, tell me the truth about things. Don't have me out here looking stupid, you know what I'm saying? Man, look, look I'm going to tell you right now, she watching right now. The moment we get off this call. I'm going to go in there with a smile on my face. She's going to be like, babe, well, you was looking around yeah. and, you know, you, you're you chatty and you need to do this and you need to work on this and you need to work on that. But you know what? Exactly. Every, all of that stuff you need to hear. You, yeah. you need to have the people around you that's going to be able to tell you the truth, man. Yeah, because those people in your life are going to keep it real with you and don't spare your feelings. Right, right, you know, right. You got to be able to do the same thing to, you know, Sometimes women don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know that it, even even through that, even themselves in the mirror, like, okay, I got better. Thank you. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you said that you know, in the early days, the music wasn't too good, man. At what age or what point in life that you felt like, you know what, I'm nice for real. Like, I can do this. Like, I'm I can go at anybody. I, I make a song yeah. with whatever. Um. I started noticing my progression in high school because mm-hmm. um, what, what ended up happening, like I said, when I started, I was in a rap group, me and my cousin, um, and we ended up kind of separating and I went solo. But when I went solo, I was still 13, 14 years old. So I, I didn't know really what to do. And I knew I knew how to make beats. But I didn't know how to record like that. So my dad, he was kind of off doing his thing. My uncle was off doing his thing. And it was kind of left me there kind of by myself yeah so i started learning all of the equipment learning how to record learning how to mix and things like that and so in that process i'm like let me just keep writing keep keep producing keep putting out 
man, later in my high school year, mm-hmm. I got really, really confident with it. But then I took a break. Yeah. I took a break when I was around 18, 19, and I just focused on, on production. And then I okay. got back into my artistry around the age of maybe 23. No, um, and then once I got back, I just locked in. Yeah. At that point, I locked in, and there wasn't shit you could tell me about myself <laughs> at that point. You know, when we were talking over, uh, you know, over the messages and stuff, I listened to your uh, your elevated album, man. Dope album, good album. I'm not Thank saying you, that because I mean, your face, like, I'm for real. That was a dope album. I appreciate it, man. And um, I did uh, a top list, and I want to see what your top list is, man. <laughs> All right, like, the, the, my favorite songs on there, I want to say Eagle Eyes. Okay. Uh, NGB, what do that stand for? Never going back. Okay, bad, bad. Uh, highlights. Mm-hmm. And I like the uh, the game over. Okay. Yeah, those, those. If I had to pick four, <clears throat> I would say, uh, I would say Eagle Eyes, mm-hmm. Game Over. Shout okay. out to Wifey. She's on that song, by the way. Oh, that's her? That's her. Oh, yeah, that's dope. That's her. That's Watch that's out for her AP coming soon. That's the only feature um, got on there, right? That's the only feature I got on there. She's been, she been, with me through all of those records, like that's what's up, you know. Um, so I say Eagle Eyes, Game Over. Then I would say Highlights, and then Sweat. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I know a lot of people, you know, have podcasts. When I have an artist on there, and you the first artist I had outside of the city, I okay. I really like I really like to listen because I don't want to just go in to the to the um to, to the conversation and line to you. Like, like, I know I, I can name songs and all. That. Is that King Joint your brand? Oh yes, yes, yes it is. Matter of fact, let oh, yeah, me good, go ahead. Good call, I'm, good call, um, hey, pre- I appreciate that. Let me <laughs> let me go ahead and uh, tag that um in there for. Okay, okay. You said that's your uh, that's your brand. You came up with. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. and you got what clothes and hoodies, everything. Hats, hoodies, tees. Um, I'm trying to come out with some masks. Trying to oh, figure yeah, out. Oh yeah, might as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Working on that. <laughs> yeah, Working that, on that. That had dope. I'm gonna have to um go ahead. And, um, what's that? Cop the MC. I might. Let me go ahead and pin. I pin your comment right there. Good looking. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I got my people, man. That's my brother, man. So, hey, you know, everybody, look out. Shout out. out. Hey, good looking, bro. Appreciate you, man. Hit yeah. me, I, and I'll I make sure you get a code. Uh, a, a promo code. But man, compare and contrast yourself from your first tape to Elevated. Um, different person, different time. I go like my. I'm a. I'm gonna say my very first because I'm gonna start when that start essentially was created in '05. Okay. So I've been doing. Yeah, I've been been at it for a minute, man. Um, and my first project is that Star was God's Gift, which was a dope project. I was a different person then. Um, I was, you know. Just as hungry now, but I was it was a different kind of hunger then, you know. Uh music was different, styles were different. Yeah. Um and then um fast forward into now, my projects have gradually, you know, elevated, no pun intended, <laughs> um, by the project. Um, with like I said, where I'm at at that time, um, the quality of the music, and it's only gotten better. And better and better um, helps me realize that this is exactly what it is that because yeah. I, I I not I not only 
want to be good at this shit, but I want to get better and I want to be able to stay within what's going on, like um, evolve. Yeah, yeah. You know, evolve with the music, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I so. think that's why, like you say, Jay-Z, your favorite artist, that's why he stayed relevant in the game because he can involve in the music. Young kids, old kids going to listen to stuff. Him and Snoop Dogg, I think Snoop is probably the best at reinvent himself on every project. Yeah, I agree. Like, and then I me, agree. My, me and my cousin were talking about this other day. Snoop Dogg is probably the most popular rapper ever because white people, yeah. black people, young, old, you know who Snoop Dogg is. Absolutely. And he's been in the game for longer than, I mean, I can't. If you name any, I can't name anybody else that's been in the game that's Man, still in the game. Too. Consistently longer than Snoop Dogg. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you what you were saying, like, as far as like, like elevating your game and stuff like that. How do you feel about rapping your truth? And what my healthy medium with that is I do both in a sense to where I either talk about things that's going on in my life. And then I mix it with things that I project. Yeah. Okay. And those things that I project is, you know, always, I say it's like candy in a sense. It's like things that people like to attach themselves to and listen to, you yeah. know, talk about money. Who, who, who don't want to hear about getting money? Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Money, you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk about nice things. Everybody likes nice clothes. Everybody likes nice cars, yeah. you know, but then at the same time, then there's that other side. There's the, the, the human element side the grind the yep. thing, things that it takes to get to those well a lot of people man they be too afraid to to rap their truth because they think that yeah. they don't want to hear, hear that but there's a lot of people who struggle uh yeah. ain't making the money they want to make who want to hear that and it could be t- some type of motivation to you know what I'm saying to you yeah and I, I mean if you look at it like like this if you around uh a good friend of yours right the last thing you really want to hear is like, it's okay. Like the first couple times, if they're just complaining in a sense to, oh man, shit is fucked up. Shit is fucked up. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Yeah. The conversation becomes, you know, okay, man, look, you know, stay up, stay up, keep grinding, whatever, whatever. For sure. But if they keep coming with, what are you going to do about it? Like, exactly. exactly. And so I look at it the same way. It's like, you can wrap your truth, yeah. but also, wrap your projections because if you're in the if you're in the worst part of your it's not even to say the worst part of your life but if you like at a rock bottom moment so to speak yeah the one thing that can help you get out of those struggling times mm-hmm. is dreaming yeah and so there's no nothing doubt. wrong with wrapping your dreams because not only are you putting it out there in the atmosphere for you to attach yourselves to those things yeah. it's helping you mentally get out of that space yeah, man. Yeah, you man, for real. That's, that was that was good. That was a good answer for real. That was real. Yeah, yeah you know. Cause a lot of times you don't. You right though, man. Cause you don't want to. Every time this person called you, you already know 
what the conversation about them. Yeah, you know, I know you got a friend right now on your phone. Where you, as <laughs> soon as you see them call, you you hit the, you hit the side button. You don't hit ignore because you know as soon as they know that you ignore, they call. They're gonna be mad. Yeah. So yeah, you hit the yeah. side button so that it just won't ring no more. And you put your phone to the side. Right, man, and then I, <laughs> my cousin told me something like, man, like uh, to relate to that, it's like don't only call people when you need something or you just want to complain, like. You know, man. if we get to a point that when I see your your name pop up, like, oh, man. Yeah, like, you look, and and after a while, nobody wants to nobody wants to hear, and it, it could be the same thing when it comes to music. Yeah. Like it's okay, struggling music is 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 part of your journey. Like even if you listen to Elevated, like off off of nothing, the intro, yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of me explaining you know, few th- things that I'm indirectly talking about, things that I'm going through, but also dominating the conversation with what to do about how to get out of that space. Yeah. You true, know, true, first true. thing I come on the album says, niggas on my heels, like, uh, man, they, you know, they, they trying to get me fucked up, da 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 But, but, none of that matters. Here's why. Here's what you do about it. Yeah. You know, so like I said, mixing mixing it up, and like I said, mix your projections with your life. It's all still a part of who you are. For sure. At the end of the day. So Yeah, man. Like you said, man, you said, man, you said like it's 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 okay to dream, man, to get out of that situation, man. Cause if you if you're talking about it so much at the while, you ain't trying to figure out a way to fix that problem, man. You exactly. Then that's it's you become comfortable in your misery. And yeah. I mean, and where where there's nowhere think, to go from there. I think we probably all been in that situation where where we dwelling on on what's what's hurting us instead of figuring out how to you know what I'm saying get the hell up you know and I, I that's I why you that, that's why it's important to have people good people good energy around you if yeah. you have too many people that feel the same way that you feel it's gonna be hard to get out of that space man man yes man Seriously. so uh, you know you got you say you got wife you got three girls man uh, yeah how, how do you balance your your family time with your music time. Oh, and two boys too. They in the house right now, probably tearing shit up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how, you, how do you balance being that, that good, how do I that balance good husband, it? that good dad, and still, you know, follow your passion? I tell you, I'm blessed. Uh, I'm blessed with a wife that's right there beside me. I didn't forget to see. I... <laughs> She's coming out here with it's her commentary, but that's 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 my baby. Anyway, so I'm blessed with uh, a wife that's not only right there beside me through it all, but help pushes me and we both grind we both grind and so we work together like you know like as as a tandem with everything whether it comes to the creative side of music or taking care of the family the kids taking Mm -hmm. care of us self-care you know we fucked up right now because the gym's closed every day we wake up oh i wish the gym man the gym the gym i can't wait till the gym opens back up for real (laughs) you know (laughs) so that's that's our struggle right now, but we balance it because we just seamlessly work together, and I couldn't do this without us. So, man, it's true, man. That's real talk, man. Because like a lot of times we be in relationships with people, and you not, it's okay to be with somebody because they look good or whatever. But are y'all a good team? Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. At the end of the day, can I depend on you if I fall off or vice versa? Right. You know, Absolutely. I, and you gotta be able to hold each other up, man. And I think that's with myself. I found a good uh, future wife. She's my fiance right now. So Yo. when you figure out somebody who, and you don't even know it, like, dang, since I've been around this person, my life has got better. Yeah. You know And look, and, and, and then even beyond that, 
the things that I, I think the things that go unnoticed is the times where you're checking each other. Yeah. Because when you're checking each other, it's uncomfortable in a sense sometimes. But if they're real enough to check you and you're real enough to check them, then mm-hmm. the two of you care about each other enough to make each other better. Yeah. But if yeah. you got somebody that's just going to be around and just whatever, just go with the flow. They don't tell you shit. Yep. You don't know, you know, you don't know if you're getting better or not. Yeah. Those uncomfortable moments make make you grow, you know. Yeah. So not only just having the right uh, partner, but somebody who's going to make you better, whether it feels good or not. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I tell my kids that all the time because I coach basketball. I'm like, sports and life is the same thing. I got to be able to depend Absolutely. on you in the court. I got to be able to depend on you in life. You know what I'm saying? It's, Absolutely. It's, it go with each other. Like, you know, it go with each other so perfectly, man. It's easy to Absolutely. explain it because, like I said, you got starting five and two people just out there looking stupid. My team is falling apart. Exactly. Now you're <laughs> forcing the other three to have to make up for, 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 the, for the two yeah. that ain't doing their job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or exactly. swap them out and now you got a whole new squad. You know, you so got to learn them. And it's like you got to learn them. Yeah. <laughs> what they want to call it. Like, you know what I'm exactly. saying? So, exactly. Exactly. Um, um, did, um, did this year, the whole coronavirus, they kind of mess up your rollout? Because I see you on a little podcast tour today, man. Actually, it didn't. It actually enhanced it. I mean, in my because what we, me and Wifey was just having a conversation about this earlier where it put it puts you in a position to where especially people that are on the go yeah. like myself like we're always on the go and the downside of being on the go is sometimes you don't always catch up with things that you got to take care of yeah. and so you'll have things piled and piled and the whole while you're just moving from left to right yeah or the quarantine you, what you doing you're at home yeah so now you're pretty much forced and faced with everything in front of you. Like, okay, now what do I do with all of this shit and how do I make it make sense? Exactly. So what it did for me, uh, music-wise, was it put me in a position where it's like, okay, I got the album out. Now, how do I get creative enough to do what I need to do mm. to get, you know, to get to the people that I know could have either potentially appreciated or not like it? Regardless, yeah. I'm going to put it out there. And so sure. I'm like, man, look, Instagram is the platform, it is. you know, and and now because people are already on Instagram all day, oh, they're definitely <laughs> on Instagram all day now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, ain't too much to do, so, man. Looking at Tay Riley and uh, Babyface on Verse Insight. <laughs> man, I don't went through every documentary on Netflix. I, I, I'm I'm Netflix out. Man, yeah, that's why, like me and man, I took time to start this uh, clothing line that is about to get started. Man, called Young Excellence. I got a book. Send me that. And Send me that. I want to check it out. Yeah, I got boy side and the girl side for the little kids because everybody make clothes, but in my city, ain't nobody got no clothes to target the kids. Okay. So for the boy side, it's young kings. For the girl side, it's young queens. Oh, yeah. Send, yeah. For two, sure. I got, hey, it's five. It's <laughs> yeah. five or five between the two, <laughs> between you, the two of us. I got you. So, so, as far as your music, man, are you looking for a partnership or are you looking for it? And I know you're not looking for a deal, probably. You probably look for like a partnership. I honestly, I, I'm not going to say I'm not necessarily look. I like the independent route, but what I will say is, you know, they always say never say never. So you never know what opportunities come. I could I could say today, no, I don't want a deal. And then a week from now, somebody comes and offers me the deal of a lifetime. You know, no 360. You get yeah. to keep all your publishing, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. merchandise. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say I don't want a deal. But what I will say is, um, I'm a big proponent of 
uh, focus on what you can control mm-hmm. and and um, try not to focus on what you can't control. So oh, what yeah. I know I can't control is I know I can get up. I have a studio in my uh, in my crib. I okay. can make music. You know, I got the ability to produce. I got the ability to mix, master, and I got a phone. Yeah. So I can I can reach out. I can create relationships. Yeah. So those are the things that I know that I can control. And as long as I keep my focus there and, and yeah. just keep going forward, you know, what will happen will happen. You oh yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you planning on putting putting out any more music this year? Or are you just gonna focus on elevator? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm put out two more EPs this year. Okay, That's two EPs. Up. Um, one uh, it's called Toast and Toast Two. Okay. Um, I'll probably drop Toast either in July or August. Yeah. And then I'm not sure when I'm gonna drop this. Oh yeah, man. Let me know when you're ready, man. Come back on so we can chop it up about oh, that. Oh, all day. Every, oh, look. As soon as it's coming out, probably before it comes out, I'll send you the. I'll send you the uh the um I'll send you the archive so you can have the MP3s. Okay. Bad, you know, bad, so bad. you can check it out like weeks before it drops. And okay. yeah, we'll definitely yeah. discuss it. I'm gonna have to send you some of my stuff too, man, as well, man. Yeah, bro, let's collab. You say you do music. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. I got yeah. I got one question, man, before I get to my uh to my last segment, man. Right there. I know you I knew you grew up watching making the band, man. Yeah, I did. Okay, so if you had a band, one album, did he like Next, I want you one album. You pick your own three people. Is you and three people? Who would you want to make that band with? Any, uh, any three people. Yeah, any three people. I'm grabbing wifey first. For sure. Get that out the way. Because sure, the way, you. just, just the, just, just the side note. The way, the way we make music. Mm. That's it's unparalleled. So I know I, I can't, I can't be in the studio without her on a project like that. And I'm gonna grab. <laughs> It might sound cliche, but if I'm doing it that way, I'm doing Jay and Beyonce. Okay, bet, bet. Have a little uh, couple <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. be dope. That'd be dope. Man. There you go. <laughs> I think it'll be it'll be, it'll be fly. It'll be yeah. fly. Heck yeah, it'll some grown folks music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. That'd be dope. For that'd be sure. dope, man. Uh, now, I, now I always oh before I get to my last segment, man. Uh, who's some? I know uh, J Cole from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I know uh, the baby from North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's some uh, other rappers uh, on the come up in North Carolina that you might know that we might not know? Oh yeah, my nephew. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see if I can if I can tag him real. Fresco. I, I don't know it yet. Um, I'll send you because I can't remember his um, yeah his handle. Okay. But my but my nephew Fresco uh, from Trey Four. Okay. Man, when I tell you. How did he got to be like 19 or 20? Yeah, nice, bro. Nice. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna see if he dropped something recently. I'll try to get him on with you soon. Okay, but nice. Yeah, my nephew's sick, bro. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, yeah, because you know, a lot of times I'll be wanting to see about some, you know, say some music not out, you know, out the norm, not just you know, saying the yeah, that we see every day. Like, I like finding out some, you know, saying low key artists and stuff like that. Definitely. Yeah, I'm going to send you his profile, bro. Check him out. Check him yeah. out when you can. Now, uh, I got this thing called Top 3, man. I'll give you a couple of categories. You give me your Top 3 for him. Gotcha. All right, give me your Top 3 CDs. Um, CDs or projects? Because so, so are we going to stop when CDs is like oh, obsolete? Yeah, or are we yeah. just going to say Top 3 albums? Top 3 albums. All right. Um, it's Dark and Hell is Hot. Dark, classic. There, yeah. hold on. I, I'm getting it right now. Oh, I'm getting. Uh, you see it? Okay, that's yeah. him. That's that's my little brother. Shout out to Stochow. That's my little brother. 
but that's 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 his uh that's his handle. Yes. Um okay, so dark as hell dark as hell is hot. hot. The blueprint, the one the first one. That's my first that's my favorite uh hove album, man. Yeah, that's my favorite hove album. Yes. Um so the blueprint dark as hell dark and hell, it's dark and hell is hot. And then I would have to say are we doing just hip hop? It could be uh anything. Oh, where I want to be, Donnell Jones. Okay, okay, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> greatest greatest R and B album of all time. Man, that's the one thing I hate about this generation. Like, we don't have no. It's not too many classic R and B artists right now, like how it was right. like, from the nineties and even like you said, Donnell Jones, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, you it's, know what I'm saying. They, it's a new wave of R and B out. That's dope. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's like dope, you got Lucky Day. If oh you no, get a chance. Yeah. Lucky Day Cole, uh, um, Lucky. Cole. No, hers Cole. Um, you got um, Daniel Caesar's Cole, uh, Danale, um, um, uh, uh, Ari, yeah, Ari Lennox. Oh, um, nice. You got oh Division. I just um, I just got hit to Division because of Joe. Man, Division is ill, bro. Just got hit. I gotta listen to the whole thing. I listen to, like the first couple of songs. I gotta finish it off. Yeah, Division right, is ill. Give bro. me your um, give me your top three uh, your top three rappers ever. I know you say Hove in there. Yeah. Um J J top three, J Nas. It's either J Nas and Yay. Okay. All right. J Nas and Yay. Are you are you rocking with the new music Kanye West is putting out or are you just stuck on that first three or four albums? I I like all of his music. Yeah. I like some better than others. I don't hate none of his music. Okay. okay. But there's there's some that's questionable like uh what was the the one cd that i mean the one album that he had was the cd oh um um i know you're talking about yeah, with the yeezy. with the red label on it that was easy yeah 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 i i wasn't a huge fan of yeezus yeah. but it was a couple couple records tough. on there that was yeah. dope um but my favorite yeah my favorite my favorite is, uh, is uh the graduation graduation might be my favorite yeah that's my favorite one dog Graduation is my favorite. Now I know you got wifey, man. So give me your top three childhood crushes when you was a young childhood kid. crush. <laughs> um, I used to be a big Melissa Ford fan. Oh yeah, yeah. When she was at yeah. the magazine King. <laughs> yeah, back when she did Big Pimpin'. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, um, a couple posters of her, man. <laughs> old Beyonce. Okay. Like early Beyonce. I mean, nothing wrong with the new Beyonce. She's still fine. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm just thinking in a child, like, yeah, yeah. Beyonce, Melissa Ford, and then I would say, um, yeah, who would, who would be a third? Man, you got, you got Shanti. You got back then. She was nice. Uh, you got Maya still look good. She a vegan now. Like, she still like yeah. she's about 20-something. They busting. They busting. Yeah. Who else? Is, I know it's, it's somebody else on tip of my tongue. I can't think Mine's of uh, the I used to love. Remember that show, The Parenthood with Robert Towson? Mm, yeah, yeah daughter, ba barely. The daughter name was Zari on there, dog. Like, I used to love her, man. Oh, yeah, Neil Long. Yeah, you're right. That, that's Neil Long for sure. Neil Long for sure, but I, I know that there's somebody on the tip that I my, can't my think top, of. My top three as a child, as a child was Neil Long. It was uh, Jay Pickett on Jason's Lyrics. Was the oh truth. yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, <laughs> oh, of course. Jada, yeah. yeah, Jada was the truth. And then, um, like my age, I used to love. I don't like the way she looked now, but I used to love Raven Simone when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she definitely looked different now. Yeah, but I think I figured out my third, and it's 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 probably unexpected. 
Do you remember you remember the movie Juice? Yeah, Juice, yep. So you remember um what's his name? Omar's girlfriend was oh, yeah. in uh in Vogue. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The girlfriend uh off the yeah, okay. off off of the uh, the movie. Um, For some reason Oh, my uncle said something about NYNC say Trey Foe. What? Oh, okay, Trey uh, Trey Foe is uh is it's, it's the the jail code for Winston Salem. Okay. The jail code, and so it's three four the thirty fourth district. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so we just we just screamed Trey Foe, just kind of as a you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, cool. And then my last two. Is- Coming to America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm Betty. Very happy to be here. Yeah. That's my job. Yeah, yeah. Um, how high? Okay. No, okay, no. I'm going to go coming to America, New Jack City, and then how high? Okay. I see. I, and I heard the New Jack City, I heard they got their whole concept from some stuff that happened in Detroit. It was like... Really? Yeah, I, want, I, I don't know if I'm getting this, if it's wrong, but I want to say it was the Chamberlain Brothers, or I could be wrong, but I heard they got their concept from... Some people in Detroit, how they was doing the whole thing with their apartment buildings and everything. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I want to try. I want to. I want to check that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yo, what's your? What's I love that movie. TV shows. Um, my <laughs> my number my favorite TV show of all time is Family Guy. Does that okay. count? Yeah, it count. It can count. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Family Guy, and then I, I, it's between Mar- Martin and the Wayans brothers. <laughs> so no, yeah, you my got. <laughs> For the Wayans Brothers, Wayans Brothers, bro. So I'm gonna have to go Family Guy, Wayans Brothers, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayans Brothers, shit, dog. Like, man, I love the Wayans Brothers. I I think they got slept on all the time. Man, I sit and just if I ain't got nothing else to watch, I just put it on MTV too and hope that it come on. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And uh, oh yeah, he right there, the 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 Chambers Brothers. Okay, I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, yeah. And um, the last thing, man, before we get out of here, man, what is some advice you would give to an up-and-coming rapper who might be frustrated that, you know, he ain't getting his stuff out there for real? Get your stuff out there. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, <laughs> what I mean by that, you see how we connected, right? Exactly. Same way, man. At the end of the day, look, you have a product, yep. and you got to figure out a way to to get your product to the people that either do or don't want to hear it. You know, focus. Obviously, the number one, the main thing is make good music. And at the end of the day, you know what good music is. And people, real will recognize real. Okay. Once you get past that, work on building your following up. You know, like I said, get on Instagram is a good platform. And get on Instagram, collab with people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, work hard. You know, being stay in the studio. Not just cranking out music, but cranking out good music and Again, in today's society, you have to be your own PR. Yeah. You got to be your own uh, everything. Yeah. And understanding that that's the case, uh, be willing to put the work in and collab with people and build relationships. At the end of the day, my, my number one motto in life is relationships are more valuable than money itself. Oh, hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. And build relationships, build genuine, solid relationships, um, perfect your craft, you know, and just keep working. Okay, and do it because you love to do it. And we got uh, 50 seconds, man. And you can follow you on everything at, 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 uh, at what? What's your handle? Nasso Cole, everywhere. Nasso uh, Cole. You can find me, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, yep. Snapchat, uh, Nasso Cole, um, uh, SoundCloud as well. Okay, cool. And, and like um, said, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying you can find 
find me on Spotify, Apple Music. Just type Nat Star in. That's your For listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer. 